Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, November 8th, 2021, and this is day 1339 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you with all of our hearts, so mind and strength. Thank you so much, my Lord, for using us to build the kingdom of God, for using us in the gifts and talents that you blessed us with, things that we may not have even known we had <laughs> that you've given us and and we have uh, recognized them now and are beginning to fully um, use them uh, to glorify you. I thank you so much, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is your progression Um, Your progression blesses others. Your progression. So as you progress, you should be overflowing. Uh, The blessings on you should be overflowing onto others. And you may not see it. Oh, but I tell you one thing. The people that are touched by you, they see it. Let's learn a little bit more about that. We're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. And we're going to focus in on Peter today. Uh, So Acts uh, chapter 5, starting at verse 12, and it says, The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people. And all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. So uh, that was more like Solomon's porch. Uh, And it says in verse 13, no one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Ah, very powerful, right? We're talking about Peter, the same Peter that rejected Jesus early on. Now his shadow might fall on some and actually heal them uh, through the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed, every one of them. So where there were those people that dared to come that were against them because they knew, I believe my perspective on this is they knew that they would uh, that they could not contend with the power of Jesus Christ. They were plotting other things against the apostles. So <laughs> those that did come, They were healed, they were delivered, and they were set free because of the progression that had taken place in the apostles' lives. 
And as I said before, we're going to hone in on Peter. So Peter, he started off as a fisherman, point number one, I should say. He started off as a fisherman called by Jesus Christ to be one of his 12 disciples. He left everything to be with Jesus. He was impulsive. Uh, he would just, <clears throat> at the drop of a hat, just, you know, let's do this or do that. You can see it when he, uh, when they came to take Jesus uh, as they, he was preparing as part of the preparation of him dying on that cross for us. Uh, the soldier came to grab him and Peter immediately pulled out his sword and cut off his ear. And Jesus picked up the ear, put it back on him. <laughs> and he told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Uh, and I guess I'm getting a little ahead of my notes. But yeah, it, he was impulsive. Uh, later, he, he was a bold preacher uh, teaching about Jesus Christ, as we could see in the book of Acts, as we in the first part of the book of Acts and 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 continued as we read in chapter five. He was one of the three um, core in the core group of disciples uh, for he was part of Jesus' inner circle. And the others were, uh, so the total was the three of them was Peter, James, and John. Uh, he recognized Jesus as Messiah. He was the first of the disciples to do that. He preached a sermon at Pentecost, and that's what I was sharing with you. He preached that sermon after they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and 3,000 souls were one to Christ. He was a leader of the Jerusalem church. He baptized Gentiles, and that was significant because he thought early on that it was only for the Jews until he... Uh, had a dream that the Lord gave him, and, and it showed him uh, that he was to also include Gentiles, that it that God's message was for all people, not just for one group. And after that, he went to Cornelius' house, and it was a dream, and um, Cornelius was a Gentile, and Cornelius and his whole family uh, were, were saved, and uh, Cornelius was already a believer in God, but uh, they were all filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh, so he he transitioned. Um, a lot of times in our walk, we might believe one thing. And uh, as we grow in Christ, we will um, have revelation. God will uh, show us things that we had not seen before. And we will yield and obey and do what he's called us to do, just as Peter did. Uh, and, you know, Peter also, um, let's see, he also wrote uh, First and Second Peter. So when we read that in the New Testament, uh, that was from Peter. And uh, so here's some things that Jesus said about him. And I'm reading this out of my commentary, out of my New International Version of uh, my study Bible. And it says, he named Peter Rock. Uh, he called, also he called him Satan. <laughs> when he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Uh, he uh, said he would be a fisherman of men. So he would fish for people. He changed his life. Uh, his life was turned upside down. Uh, he was fishing for men and, I mean, for fish. 
and Jesus told him he would become a fisher of men. He received revelation from God. As I said, we will as well. Um, he denied Jesus. Actually, he denied him three times before the crow. I mean, before um, the uh, uh, the cock crowed three times. <laughs> uh, he denied Jesus uh, three times. And um, he, as he was denying him, even to prove that he wasn't a part of the discipleship after they had taken Jesus because he was afraid, after they had taken Jesus to you know, to hang him on the cross, on the cross, um, uh, Peter was afraid for his life. So he even, uh, talked differently because they said, oh, he's one of them. He's one of those disciples. He's one of those followers of Jesus. He talks like them. And so to prove differently, um, Peter began to cuss and speak different just to show that he was not part of that group. And then when he heard the cock crow, he realized he had denied Jesus, just as Jesus said would happen. And he was so sorry for what he did. And he, he repented. Um, he too would later be crucified for his faith. He was a mighty warrior of God. You know, we will falter from time to time. But when we return to Jesus, he forgives us our sins and um, he strengthens our faith, just like he did Peter. We must not let the fact that we've fallen or messed up or stumbled uh, stunt our growth in Christ. You know, Jesus spent 40 days with his disciples after he rose from the dead. He spent 40 days with them. And in that 40-day period, he took specific time out to talk to Peter. And he let him know that he would feed his sheep. And he asked Peter, do you love me? And he asked him that three different times. And Peter said, yes, I love you. And he said, feed my sheep. And he was preparing Peter for his journey. And he also forgave Peter to let him know, you don't need to be down anymore. It's okay. You know, I know you denied me, but you you repented. And and I knew it was going to happen. This is Jesus speaking. I'm speaking, paraphrasing, basically. And he came and made sure to let Peter know that it's okay. And he's letting you know the same thing. So if you've messed up, you dropped the ball, you've forsaken your first love, Jesus Christ. Jesus is saying, I'm here with open arms. I've forgiven you as far as the east is from the west. If you have repented, and, you know, sometimes the enemy will make you feel like you're not worthy. But Jesus says you are absolutely worthy. No matter what others say about you, or no matter what you have done, you're worthy. One of the things about, uh, the things God wants to use you for are the same that he used Peter for. And sometimes we get it really messed up or mixed up about what we are, what should be doing in the church. You know, um, People were attracted to the early church um, by the expressions of God's power at work, uh, the generosity and sincerity and honesty and the unity of the, of the believers and the character of the leaders. And that's what Jesus sees in you, your character. Um, you know, sometimes, as I said before, our standards 
we can slip. And and the Lord is saying, I'm still here for you. Uh, sometimes we can get it mixed up and think that, you know what, I need to have a bigger and fancier church based upon the world system, or I need to preach what the people want to hear. And, and God is saying, it's not based upon a number. It's not based upon the way your church looks. It is not based upon uh, the the message that you think you should be preaching. It is totally based upon the power of God. And it may be two people or it may be 2,000 people. Whoever and however many there are, that's who God would have you to minister to. Uh, and he wants you to share his word. So we too, uh, as we prosper in Christ, others will be blessed. Others will grow in their faith as well. I think about when I first came to know Jesus in my early 20s. Prior to that, you know what? I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know about salvation until my brother told me one day. He was, uh, before, just before he shared that with me, he was out doing all kind of illegal things, selling drugs, doing what have you. I was not doing any better. I was more uh, looking forward to the weekends to go party. This was even prior to uh, marriage um, and, uh, uh, you know, well, I was married at the time he told me that, but prior to even getting married, my lifestyle and, and my husband, we were together, you know, since we were uh, 14 years old. So we, <laughs> me and my husband have been together for a long time and I'm grateful to God for that. But we did all kinds of things. We try, I would try Oh, they say, oh, try this out, a new drug or a new weed or whatever it was. Oh, okay, I try it. And and nothing stuck, nothing fit me. You know, I was odd and weird, but, you know, I was still tried and I looked forward to going out partying. And then when my brother encountered the wife he is married to, he, who he, he had been dating since he was a teen, but she was saved and she was in church. And uh, he tried to talk to her and she said, we can't, I can't talk to you. You don't know Jesus. You know, we basically, they would be unequally yoked. And, and that is really important. A lot of times we miss that, but that's another sermon. But God wants us to be equally yoked. And uh, the main part of that equal, equally yoked is knowing Jesus. And so he went to her church and he got saved, uh, set free. <laughs> and, you know, when you get that gift you can't help but share it with others. And so he shared it with me. And he said, Jackie, oh man, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to go to hell. <laughs> and he was right. And it's true. And and I said, what? And I knew nothing about that. And And he invited me to come to church. And I knew if he was saying it, if he changed, I'm like, I got to see what this is all about. And I went to the church and 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 then the the pastor preached and it was so profound. I went down to that altar and I laid out before that, before the Lord and uh, yielded all to him and accept, accepted him as my savior that day. My life was no longer the same and I am so grateful and I haven't looked back since. And uh, as a matter of fact, that same church that I got saved in was the same church I belonged to for 28 years, raised my children. I was always a good 
mother, but I didn't have those values of Christ until I came to know him as my savior. And then it was full, full uh, blast forward and teaching my children about the word of God. And now they're all grown. And now, you know, they've got that instilled in them, those values. Uh, and they're able to share it with others. You know, we are able to be a blessing to so many as we progress in what God has called us to do. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, it's time to do it. Stop putting it off. Stop thinking you're not good enough because you are. You're a child of the King. You're an ambassador of Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And you're on your way to growing up in Christ Jesus. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.